Welcome to ClearFit Coaching. My name is David Newcomer, and I am here to help you succeed. I've been fortunate to work with some amazing athletes, successful companies, and incredible clubs and nonprofits throughout my career. I've had the opportunity to direct events, expand charitable outreach, and develop some great friendships and relationships along the way. But maybe most importantly, I've developed and implemented plans to live a happy, balanced life, and have worked hard to put myself in a position that allows for growth, curiosity, and fulfillment. I believe life begins at the edge of your comfort zone, so I'm going to help you push yourself beyond what you know and do today. It's a fun process, and one that can lead to a lasting change that you and everyone around you will see and appreciate. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. Um, I don't know what number this is offhand. I'll have to go back and and count Um, so many numbers to keep track of these days. I'm still in the midst of my 75 hard challenge, and um, I think I'm about two-thirds through, which is kind of nice. I'm actually checking to see what count I'm on today. Um, Today is day 50. I am exactly two-thirds of the way through. How about that? And uh, wow, it's tough. Um, I'm feeling it. Like the physical exhaustion is uh, <laughs> it's stacking up. However, there are certainly some gains that have been made, and I'm feeling pretty good about different things, um, particularly the running, the cycling, the uh, physical efforts are right up there. Um, creativity, I've been focusing a lot more on time with the guitar. I've written a couple of songs in the last few days. It's been great. Had a great weekend. And uh, the weather is changing. The weather is uh, certainly leaning towards warmer times, which I'm sure is welcome to many. Today, I wanted to take some time to talk about a subject that has come up this weekend. It's coming up in work. It's coming up with a lot of the clients I'm working with right now. And I think it's just one of those things we need to remind ourselves from time to time of the importance of decisiveness. And um, actually, you know what? I'm going to start with some notes here about the opposite and talk a little bit about indecision. I want to talk about just some of the key words that come to mind. What do you think of when you think of indecision? When you think of uh, one of the things that um, my wife Renee has a, a challenge with is when the menu items uh, are, are long, right? Like the Cheesecake Factory menu is what we always joke about. And it actually happened even recently up in a restaurant in Steamboat where we sat down and the list, the drink menu for the list of different types of sakis was crazy. It was like a page and a half of sakis and who can know, right? Um, but what other items, what are their thoughts, what other words come to mind? Just some of the ones I've jotted down here for indecision. Uh, things associated with this are oftentimes fear, stress, worry, confusion, a lack of confidence or doubt, dissatisfaction. With time, it leads to anger just due to the uncertainty, excuse me, uncertainty and the reluctance that are associated with this. So indecision is rather caustic, right? There's some bad things about this. We got to work on uh, the opposite, right? So words I've got for the opposite, for the decisiveness here, some notes I've got, um, well, Let's start with this. Decisiveness is the foundation of leadership. And when you're decisive, others feel trusted, supported, and confident in their own decisions and roles as leaders. 
is one of the things I'm working with my team on and talking with our customers about you know, the confidence in the process. We've discussed this a little bit before, having confidence in yourself, confidence in the process, confidence in your clients. The, the, the confidence is, is really something that's determined oftentimes by the decisiveness and the comfort, the confidence you've got in making that decision, right? Other things we'll get to here, talk about you know the, uh, the timing of making a decision, um, the fact that it's not always the right decision, but at least the decisiveness that you display is, is better than sitting in uncertainty, right? So with decisiveness, we've got information to take in, first of all. We've got to make sure that we're gathering information in which to make these decisions. Um, evaluation is a very important part of it. And having processes in place to take a look at both sides of the argument, to make sure that you're incorporating different viewpoints, ask around, um, take the time to put the question to others that you're working with on the same project and particularly maybe those who are not involved directly, get an outside opinion when you can. Another big part of this is trusting your instinct, having that again, confidence. We're going to use that word a lot today. Trusting your instinct when you have a feeling that this is the right direction, right? We're not always looking for perfection. In fact, we'll address this a little bit later, but perfection is oftentimes the enemy of decisiveness because you're never going to achieve perfection. And particularly in the moment when the decision is needed, it's better just to make the decision and to make a decision that you're relatively comfortable with it being right versus it being perfect, right? Timing is always important. Decisiveness and timing is, is something that, you know, there's certainly a time for deliberation and a time for exploring different avenues and consideration of things. But then it comes time to say, that, okay, we're done. This is complete. We're going to make this decision. We're going to move on. Um, it's important to foster agreement, to obtain commitment from others who are um, reliant on the decision or who are integral, who are key members to execute that decision. Uh, another thing that we need to find is a way to measure and say, okay, we've put this decision into place. How are we going to measure what's happened here? How are we going to see how this stacks up against our goals? Uh, decisions are action oriented. It demands follow through and execution. And it also means that there needs to be a fair amount of reliance on, uh, your resilience and adaptability. Um, we're not always going to make the right decision. And sometimes you're going to have to pivot. You're going to have to make a change on the fly. And that's okay. Um, take that feedback and use it to make that next choice in terms of the direction. It doesn't mean you're changing your decision in the first place. It means that you're changing course because of new information that comes up. And let's face it, everything changes all the time. Um, communication, of course, is, is central to this, right? You've got to be able to communicate with the interested parties, with the people that are affected. And quite honestly, you got to be good at communicating with yourself about these things too, right? Sitting down from time to time to take stock in how things have moved forward once you've made that decision, making sure that you're taking into account that new information, those results that you've obtained, um, any changes to the, uh, to the direction that you're heading in. Those are things you need to communicate yourself with yourself as much as with anybody else. And we've talked a little bit about this already, but again, trust. Trust is something that really assists in your ability to make decisions. And one of the biggest things I think that you can trust here is that you're going to learn and you're going to grow. So making a decision 
it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to solve the problem. It means you're moving forward. You're taking action. Um, I think it was Tony Robbins that said that uh, decision without action is not a decision at all. And the, the fact is, is that action defines and demonstrates that you've made that decision. Um, decisions help to develop a culture of collaboration and decision-making that moves us forward. So it's not just about being right. It's knowing that even when you're wrong, you'll come out a better person. You'll learn, you're going to improve, and things will keep going. It'll be okay. In fact, it'll be better for making the decision to act rather than lose the opportunity to indecision. Um, decisiveness is a skill. And like any skill, you've got to practice it. And the more you practice it, the better you become at it. If you find that your goals uh, are, are suffering because you're procrastinating, or if you're overanalyzing, or sometimes if you find that you're asking permission or deferring to others when it comes time to make a, a decision, you've got some fears to overcome. And you've got to be willing to change. We've talked a little bit before about how the same behavior will yield the same results. We get comfortable with things as they are. And decisiveness often means that you're diverting, that you're changing course, right? You're going to try something new. And that's pretty important. Um, I know that comfort is something that we all rely on from time to time. And there's a time and a place for that. But again, if you're getting the same results out of the same process every time, then you've got to be willing to make a change that leads to new. Um, overanalyzing is something that I think is often a challenge for people that have a hard time making decisions. What I want to make sure that you know is that you're not alone here. No one's capable of, of making the right decision every time. No one's completely certain uh, of the decisions that they're making or certain of what's going on. <laughs> the, the information changes, everything varies, and everyone you know is going through the same thing you are. But some people have practiced a bit more maybe. And sometimes, you know, like other talents, it comes to some people a little bit easier. Um, but I've used the example before of my friend Jeff, who when we were in high school, we were in amongst a group of, a, a group of us that all had uh, good talent and interest in arts. And Jeff was the only one that stuck with it. Like he's the guy that, that really made the effort to pursue his love of creativity as a career. And despite, you know, the variances in talents, he's the one that pursued it and made the most of it. And it was because of his tenacity with it. Okay. <clears throat> Regarding decisions, right? You're going to learn. And oftentimes you're going to learn fast from the wrong decisions. A poor decision now leads to a better one down the road. Um, it's funny because sometimes when you're looking in the literature, you talk about, they talk about leaders who make right decisions. You got to make the right decision. And everything's talking about how uh, important it is to find and make that right decision. Well, I'm arguing here actually that it's just important sometimes to make a decision. And obviously you've got to do your best to determine that this is a good decision, but forgive yourself when it's the wrong decision too, because you're going to get something from it. And this is, some of, this is one of those things where when you're building the alliance, 
uh, with someone you're working with or a group that you're leading and let them know up front, hey, this is how we're going to pursue things. We're not going to be right every time, but we're going to take in the information that we've got. We're going to deliberate. We're going to weigh the pros and cons of things, and then we're going to act on it. And when we're wrong, we're going to learn from it. Um, visualizing the possibilities and the outcomes of each of these decisions is a good part of that analytical side of things, right? Take the time to consider your options and look at the, consider the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Consider the neutral too. This is where you make your list of pros and cons and say, if we do this, we're going to get A, B, and C. Whereas if we do this, we'll get A and B still, but the C is going to be totally different, whatever the case may be. Visualizing the outcome, really taking the time to sit with it is a, a very important part of the process. And another one here, always worth mentioning, um, decisiveness and goals are always made a little bit more palatable by breaking them into smaller decisions. So take some, take some of the weight off of the process. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Um, strengthen the muscle, right? Start with smaller decisions, work on building that confidence and building the muscle, the, the consistency, the more you practice, the better you get at it, the more comfortable you are. And later on, maybe those decisions become a little bit bigger each time, but break it down. It doesn't have to be that, you know, the decision is the, the ultimate life-changing solve everything, um, break it into small steps. I mentioned a little bit earlier, the idea of pursuing perfection. Um, you really can't do this. It's a challenging, challenging concept to accept, but, uh, you can't expect perfection. It's a process. You'll build more respect. You'll, uh, you'll build more respect and you'll build more trust with people by relying on and presenting a process rather than setting an expectation for perfection. Um, Here's another one. Know when it's time to accept done versus perfect. Sometimes you work on a song, say, for, for a few weeks or maybe months, and it gets to a point where you're getting tired of playing it, others are getting tired of hearing you practice it, and the snapshot, that diary entry we've talked about before, is one that you've got to accept as this is capturing the moment in time, and this is done. It may not be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. You're looking more at the value of the work as a collection versus this individual standalone. Every once in a while, you're going to get lucky. Don't get me wrong. You'll develop and put out some work on occasion that's going to be fantastic. And the odds are, obviously, the more you do this, the more you practice, the more likely you are to hit uh, one of those points where, wow, this is really incredible. What we worked on, what we put together what I produced this time is incredible. This is representative, not just of the moment, but of me. This is when it comes time to set bold goals. It's good for your brain. Um, it's something to work toward, to inspire you. Dream big and share those dreams. And again, when you're setting the components of it, that's when you kind of got to break things down, right? But the goals themselves let those guide you. Let those be big. We only go around once, folks. This is it. And uh, there's no harm in dreaming big. Another very helpful point here is to find a mentor. Find an accountability partner. When you're sharing those dreams, when you're breaking those goals down, uh, when you're determining what action to take, 
Find someone you can talk to. Find somebody with a, a, a neutral or an outside perspective, someone who's willing even to help check in from time to time and say, hey, how are those things going? I know you talked about doing this, this, and this. And um, you said you were going to get them by Tuesday. How'd, how'd that go? Did, were you successful? Did you get them complete? Um, be willing to trade that service with the other too, right? If they've got things they want to work on, obviously, uh, offer yourself as an accountability partner. That's good practice too. And one last time again, decisions are all about taking action. Uh, decisions without action are not decisions. And the way you demonstrate the commitment to an idea, the commitment to a pursuit, whether it's a change in your career, improving a relationship, improving your health, whatever the case may be, you can decide in your brain that you're going to do this. But until you act on it, that really isn't a, a decision. So action, 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 action. That's a big part of it. Whew, man, this one gets me all fired up. I think I recorded this really quickly. So uh, forgive me if I worked too fast. It's really one of these ideas that's so central to the practice of coaching, the practice of personal development. Quite honestly, it's just who I am. Like these ideas of decisions and actions and the challenges that I take on, they're all very much part of the fabric and the being of who I've worked to become. All right, that's it for this week. I hope you're all doing well. Uh, I wish that um, I had the chance to, to really dig into each one of these things, maybe a little longer. Maybe we can do that in the future. Maybe I can take some of these points and really dive in a little bit deeper. But if you're interested in talking or working on these things, visit my website, clearfitcoaching.com. Um, reach out to me at david at clearfitcoaching.com with any questions. And I am accepting new clients at this time. So if you want to start working on some of these goals, if you've got some things that you want to work on with coaching, please reach out and let me know. I would love to help you out. All right, then. Talk to you all soon. <laughs>